in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media down below. And remember, guys, only follow us or we get sad and suspicious. Super duper suspicious. But seriously, make sure you follow content from everyone. Get perspectives from all sources because you don't want to be left in the dark. Which is why we're reading an article from the BBC yes, today. I actually, who we actually don't read. I love the BBC, actually. Like, I get most of my news from the BBC. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been watching Sky News. Not recently, actually. I say that as, as if I have. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where I was. And yeah. it's Australian. Yeah. Like... I have BBC on my Facebook, so I I know it, you know you're not supposed to trust things from your Facebook, but BBC I trust more than anything else that I'm seeing on Facebook. So if I do share something, it's probably from the BBC. Is that because it's from a foreign country and you just trust it to be less biased? I suppose not even just trusting it, but like when I read the article versus when I read other articles, they are less biased. Like they just kind of present the facts, no opinions done well let's see if this one is biased so u.s and mexico to restart okay so they're starting it again Uh, yeah because that's what restart means yeah uh trump era remain in mexico policy Uh uh-oh wah wah i love how they have to put that in there to make people mad wasn't that like a primary focal point of the the biden agenda is to to end the remain in mexico policy but didn't our vice president also tell people not to come? She did. Stay where they are. Don't come. I.e. remain in Mexico. Don't come. But if you get here we'll, and you, and you have fine. kids with you That's cool. and a family, no, we'll good. set you up in a hotel. We'll pay for it. And maybe we'll give you $450,000 if you were separated at the border. Although I think that came out to be false. And that's good. I what hope. about the kids in cages? Well, they're back in the cages. Well, now they're under the, the highway. Oh, excellent. I don't know. I haven't seen an update from that. I haven't. I remember back in the beginning, it was awful. They were under highways, and the cages were now plexiglass cages. And ah. They were stuffed in there like, like turkeys. Beautiful. Um, but they're starting the Remain in Mexico policy, and well, that's... How's that going? Well, uh, so the U.S. and Mexican government said Thursday that they will reinstate the Trump-era policy known as the Remain in Mexico policy. U.S. President Joe Biden has suspended the program, calling it inhumane. So you're still out of the country that you're fleeing from. True. I'm, I'm assuming, if we're talking about like people fleeing from other countries, Haiti, wherever. Right. You're at least out of those countries. Mm-hmm. And that's inhumane. And if you, yeah, and most likely you're leaving those countries, hopefully, because it's dangerous and you're seeking asylum. And you're out of those countries. As soon as you leave the dangerous area from which you're fleeing and you go into another country, you've escaped that problem. You're safe. You're safe. So, didn't we talk about another policy or something 
wherein you were required they were required to seek asylum in the first country they land in yeah i can't remember the 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 correct name of it but it was something like the the first or the no something about the triangle countries so whatever it was um if you came to whatever country you came to first when you were fleeing specifically for asylum you had to stay in that country you couldn't just skip over to your preferred uh country yeah which Makes perfect sense to me. Right, because if you're trying to flee a specific problem... Then you've gotten your goal. There you are. Right. So, um, A court ordered uh, the reversal, however, and I think that was a few months ago, and now it's just being re-implemented. re-implemented. Uh, former President Donald Trump used the program, then known as the Migrant Protection Protocols, to send more than 60,000 asylum applicants back to Mexico. And I, I do believe that uh, I think someone did make the argument that it's not necessarily fair to Mexico because you have a bunch of people who aren't from Mexico in these cities and towns, and, and they don't want them there either, right? Yeah. It, it's not like just because they're Hispanic from Guatemala that you know people living in Mexico want them there. They yeah. don't know them. They're complete strangers as well. Um, so I think that's a problem for Mexico too. I, I, I get that. Um, but at the same time, Mexico is allowed to enforce their borders and do do what they want as as well. Yeah. Um, and and if they don't want them there, they yeah. have the ability to remove them and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, migrants were often left waiting in Mexico for months, where they sometimes fell prey to criminal gangs, according to Charity Human Rights First. Uh, which is odd because weren't they fleeing criminal gangs? So no matter where they went, I suppose they would have. Well, also, who are they paying to get them from Mexico here? The criminal gangs. The criminal gangs. So. Uh, there have been more than 1,500 publicly reported cases of kidnapping, rape, torture, and other crimes against migrants returned to Mexico, which, I, again, those things are happening in Mexico and, and southern countries, unfortunately, and in the U.S., all over the world. Right? It's not unique to, to, to migrants that were made to stay in Mexico. And again, it's happening as they travel to get to the U.S. border. Right. And most, and and some of these individuals, I would argue, are coming here specifically as sex trafficked victims. Right. I remember watching um, someone who talked about this specifically, and they were talking about a lot of migrants who come here, uh, they, they pay kind of like, um, you know, they have to, um, I, I, whatever the word is, they pay up front, mm-hmm. right? But that's not enough to pay off their debt. So then they have a debt, so they have to work at whatever company it is uh, when they get to the U.S., and they still have to pay off the cartels, right? So they're essentially slaves for a, a while until they pay them off. Yeah. Um, so I get the argument they're trying to make, but it doesn't really work in the grand context of yeah. everything else. Uh, Mr. Biden, a Democrat... Well, of course, uh, has suspended the program almost immediately after taking office, a part of the campaign pledge to reverse hardline immigration policies enacted by his predecessor. In June, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas terminated the policy. But did they do anything to combat the, the cartels or any of these individuals who are committing the, uh, the kidnapping, the rape, the torture, and the other crimes? Probably not. Uh, the program's resurrection follows an August ruling by federal court judge Matthew Kazmaik, a Trump appointee, who found that the Biden administration had improperly canceled the policy earlier this year. Asked about the resumption of the policy on Thursday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that both President Biden and oh, both Mr. Biden and Ma- Mr. Mayorkas stand by previous statements describing the program as one with endemic flaws with unjustified human costs. 
But what was the policy that was put in its place that does not have flaws? I don't think there was one. First there wasn't of all. one. And if there had been, I'm sure it would have been rife with flaws. Right, but if you're calling this policy, this policy has flaws, that indicates that you have a better policy that, that, that doesn't have flaws. But they don't. But they didn't implement anything. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what they implemented were long-term strategies, like you know, boosting the economy of, of southern nations and, and trying to end some of the, the, you know, the, the criminal activities that happen there. But those are long-term problems. Those aren't short, short-term solutions. Um, but we also believe in following the law, she said. The revived policy includes new steps to address Mexico's human rights concerns about the policy, reportedly a caveat for their participation. Under guidance from Mexico, the U.S. will now include providing COVID-19 vaccination for migrants and expanded exemptions, such as for those with physical and mental health challenges. Excellent. What's that? That's excellent. So they're getting exemptions to come across? I think they're getting exemptions. Oh, yeah. Under guidance from Mexico, the U.S. will now include providing COVID-19 vaccinations for migrants and expanded exemptions, such as those with physical and mental health challenges. Also, at Mexico's request, the U.S. agreed to limit time spent to six months for each asylum applicant. So, yeah, what does that mean? I have no idea. But it, it does seem like at least they're trying to work with Mexico to maybe speed up the asylum process to get yeah. people processed a, a little bit quicker. And I think that's fair. If you're going to have people wait in Mexico, the waiting period shouldn't be very long, especially if you do have legitimate asylum cases mm-hmm. who, who do need to come from Mexico to the United States for whatever reason. Um, I, I think that is that is something the Biden administration has announced that it was working on, increasing um, the amount of judges, I think, to process uh, the asylum seekers, and I think that's fantastic because you do have legitimate people that are, are escaping uh, asylum, uh, oh, yeah. u- using asylum to escape problems. Uh, the Mexican government said it was committed to maintaining the health and safety of migrants, and really that's what all this comes down to, whether whatever policy you implement is, is really targeted to, to, to help migrants and not really to endanger them. Uh, the administration is appealing Judge Casmaki's Marquis order, but was legally required to enforce the ruling. Judge Kazmarki acknowledged that the policy could only be implemented with Mexico's consent, prompting a months-long negotiation between the two countries. That's why we're just now implementing it again here. Implementation is expected to begin next week, uh, first in El Paso and Brownsville, Texas, as well as San Diego, California. The move was slammed by the pro-immigration Washington, D.C.-based American Immigration Council. But they say pro-immigration, which means pro-legal immigration. Does it? Like, I guess. Uh, uh, to quote, we categorically reject the Biden administration, uh, administration's claims that it can administer the Remain in Mexico program in a more humane manner. Then why did you vote for him? If you don't think he's going to be any better than the last guy, why didn't you just keep him in? Because he made promises, Jennifer, mm-hmm. and promises mean everything. It promises mean you're actually going to do it. When you vote for uh, people that have been in office for, for decades on end, mm-hmm. uh, those are the people who uphold their, their promises. Yeah, okay. Uh, today, quote, is a dark day for the United States 
and for the rule of law. But isn't Actually, the Remain not. in... Actually, not. Because I'm going to let you know, in case you missed the last little bit of the article, um, the judge ruled, which that's the law, <laughs> um, that we were going to re-implement the Remain in Mexico program. You can have your opinions on whether you like that program or not, but I hate to tell you, the, the law is the one that the judge ruled on. So it's a cloudy day because... It's not, yeah, it's not dark. It's just a little cloudy because you don't agree with it. But the rule of law is being upheld. And it, it, it also prevents that, people from just crossing the border, you know, being incentivized just to walk in against the law. That's what's so funny with, like, so many of these claims sometimes is they're like, well, the law wasn't upheld. No, no, no. The, the law was upheld. You may feel that justice was not upheld, and that's fine. But those are two totally different works. The law worked. The system worked. We're done. We're done. We're done here. They added that by expanding the program to include any migrants from the Western Hemisphere, including non-Spanish-speaking groups such as Haitians, Mr. Biden made the program even broader than under Trump. And that is it. So I, so I guess they're broadening it, I suppose. That's what they think, so. Um, okay. I don't, I mean. Sure. You I have mean, to have a solution. You can't just be incentivizing people to cross a desert, pay cartel members, risk being raped, assaulted, well, they're risking, sex trafficked. They're risking that anyway. Enslaved, so. yeah. Yeah, but like. Yeah, it's like we're... You'll be less likely to do it if you're not incentivized to do it. it. Yeah. I mean, the conditions that these people come over here under when maybe they could just stay. And I don't have all the answers. I don't, right. I don't know. But it's one solution versus what, like you said, like the Biden administration implemented, which was no solution. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have limits on, on certain policies. Like if you're saying, okay, we'll... we'll um. We'll look through asylum claims. That's fine. We'll let in asylum seekers. That, that's okay because there's legitimate problems. But then you have people, just like in any program, who are going to try to take advantage of it, and they're going to say, well, I'm an asylum seeker too. Mm -hmm. But they don't actually have a problem. And that's a problem because they're going to muck up the system for everyone else. They're going to mm -hmm. slow it down for people that are actually in danger. So you implement policies such as remain in Mexico because it's uncomfortable. Right? It's uncomfortable to have to sit in Mexico, which if you're from not Mexico... It's a foreign nation. You don't know anyone. You don't know where anything is. It's uncomfortable. And that sucks. And so you'll be less likely to go Unless if you don't actually have a legitimate asylum claim. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, well, I probably won't even get in. Because now they're scrutinizing who, who's, who's going to get through the asylum. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, you said, I'm an asylum seeker. And they said, okay, come, come on, on in. And then just make sure you return to your court date yeah, okay. But it's also, like, already promoting us making better changes because now they're working with Mexico to make sure that the people with the exemptions and, and, and make sure the asylum claims get processed faster. So, you know, it's incentivizing us to work with Mexico mm -hmm. and help our processes, which ultimately helps immigrants. You know what's so funny? Uh, you bring up a really great point. All of these policies, the no third triangle state or whatever it is, the remain in Mexico policy, all of these things 
have been agreed upon by other Hispanic nations. Mm -hmm. Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, all of them have agreed on this. And so if you're screaming that these policies are unjust and they're, they're, they're I don't know, they're, they're racist or whatever, they agreed to them. Take it up with everybody else as well. Right. Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, none of them like illegal immigrants. None of them. They all have border walls. To, well, Mexico does. They all try to keep migrants out because they're all strangers. No one wants strangers just, just coming on in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But they, they've all agreed to it. So I, I don't know how you. Again. I don't know what the pro-immigration Washington, D.C.-based American Immigration Council has to say to that. Give, a, give us a plan. Give us a better plan. And then we'll talk. Uh, but let us know in the, com uh, the comment section down below. Um, what do you think they should do? I mean, really, what's the best solution? What's your plan? I mean, because at the same time, you want to help people, but you don't want to help people so much that you start harming them by letting bad people take advantage of them. Yeah. But Absolutely. let us know, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.